0: This week in Baby Quest, pulmonary stenosis, more like pulmonary stenosis. how are you good 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 yeah good a lot has been going on yeah it's been a busy week
1: yes this was this was the week that like we knew all the kind of final plans were gonna be made
0: yeah Uh, because a lot of appointments (laughs) were had and a lot of information was learned
1: yeah so on tuesday i had a fetal card echocardi- Let's get right into it. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Sometimes in podcasts they like talk about other stuff for like 10 minutes and then they mm-hmm. get into the podcast.
1: I don't know. Figured we just go for it.
0: So let's get right into it.
1: <clears throat> so on Tuesday I had a fetal echocardiogram.
0: Wrong. Clementine had an echocardiogram. <laughs>
1: So that's uh, an ultrasound on the heart, on her heart. And up until this point, we, uh, they hadn't detected any heart defects. Now, at this appointment, they did detect a heart defect, which was not surprising. <laughs> With Noonan syndrome, you have a heart defect. So, it yeah, not surprising. So Clementine has pulmonary valve stenosis, which is... exact same heart defect I have it's currently a mild case but that can change once she's born based on like a lot of things based on the fact that she's you know not using her lungs right now so that will change based on like just being in the outside world based on getting bigger like all these things affect the heart Hmm. So right now, the cardiologist says it's okay if we deliver at our preferred hospital, and that I
0: the one that's not attached to
1: the children's hospital. The
0: children's hospital. Yeah,
1: and I stay with my current OB, which yeah. is very exciting news.
0: That's really, <clears throat> that's really the thing. It's not the hospital that's the no. problem.
1: Well, I mean, a little bit. Like part of me. <sighs> Didn't want to deliver at the same hospital that we delivered Eliza at because I didn't want to be reliving those memories. Like, I mean, I relive them all the time. Um, And I'm sure there are going to be things that are going to make me think of Eliza's birth when Clementine is born. But the idea of being like in the exact same place, in the exact same OR, was a little like, that's a lot to deal with.
0: But counterpoint, maybe we would have had our favorite nurse again.
1: Yes, yes. So yeah, I don't have to deliver at the same hospital that I delivered Eliza at. I can stay with my current OB. And right now, nobody thinks that Clementine will need a NICU stay. like yeah. She's not going to need like extra support probably when she's born, which is really great.
0: Yep, very excited about that.
1: Probably in that first week of her life, I mean I say probably, in that first week of life, of her life, we will need to go to the Children's Hospital and have an appointment with the cardiologist. And they will do another ultrasound on her heart at that point and get a better idea of what her heart looks like. Sure. And in terms of surgery, that's hard to predict for them right now. So some babies need surgery at like three months old and some kids can wait until they're five it kind of depends on the kid and how bad the heart defect is and yeah what it looks like
0: you had surgery when you were two
1: yeah yeah so I mean it just sort of depends so she'll be followed pretty closely especially in the beginning Uh, they said like every month she'll probably have an appointment and then I guess like once they get a better idea of kind of how the defect is looking, they might be able to extend that. So maybe it's not every month. Maybe it's, maybe we can go every two months. <laughs> we'll just have to see. Mm-hmm. So once we found that out. Well. Well, what sorry. Am I skipping something?
0: No, I just wanted to say when I, when I found out. Yes. I don't know. I.
1: You had some feelings.
0: I definitely had a number of feelings. Basically, I I know that heart defect is like the most common symptom of Noonans, and I know that she had Noonans, and it's nowhere near Eliza's heart
1: issues,
0: which I was very chill about, (laughs) and we were very prepared for. Like Eliza was going to need surgery.
1: She was going to need two surgeries. By the time she was six months old
0: yeah she was gonna need surgery basically right away as soon as she was born and then another surgery not long after and i was very prepared and like very chilled and we had the plan and everything and that was all good but well when i when i first learned about eliza's heart stuff i took it kind of hard too yes but then hearing about clementine's thing which again is like the same as yours and I know that yours is not a big deal at all and you've never been, you know Prevented from doing no, any no, sports. Like I
1: played sports. I mean not well, but that's like not because of my heart mm-hmm. <laughs> That's because I didn't enjoy sports. Yeah, no, I played sports. I was allowed to participate in gym class Yeah, like there was no to limitation. Hot tubs. Yeah, and like I'm careful when I'm in a hot tub, but like all heart patients are careful in hot tubs. So (laughs) that's not like specific because of my defect. Like, nope. Um,
0: So it was not that it was like unexpected or a surprise or anything. I don't know. I think I would just been living in the mindset of-
1: Like maybe she won't.
0: I think it was like, everything is fine until we're told otherwise. Mm -hmm. And so I was just very on board the everything is fine train, and I don't. Know, I think I did kind of convince myself somehow, or maybe subconsciously, that she wouldn't have any heart issues just because only because they hadn't seen anything. And right. with Eliza from like week five, they're like, "Oh, her heart's weird."
1: Well, not week five. No, Mike's week being-
0: five when she was a speck.
1: Mike's being dramatic. No, week twelve.
0: Right, literally week twelve when she was like a shrimp. They were like, um, hmm, that looks kind of funky.
1: <laughs> yes. And and it continued to look funky and got more funky.
0: And Clementine's just been 100% perfect forever. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It was, I don't know, not like I think disappointing c- is the wrong word. No, just, it's
1: just like information that you have to process.
0: Yeah, and you just, you want your
1: kid, kid to, to be, be fine. Healthy, <laughs> yeah. And it's...
0: <laughs> Tough to hear that they're not a hundred percent healthy or have some kind of a medical issue that yeah they're gonna have to live with or deal with or or whatever
1: I think uh, I might have a slightly harder time, I mean not now, but like once we found out the information from Clementine, those like there was a few like initial moments of being a little more, like, uh, defeated? I don't know if that's the right word. About it versus Eliza, because I know that with Clementine's heart defect, it's not a one-surgery-will-fix-it situation. Mm. It's a... There will be multiple surgeries. Now, whether that's, like, a surgery as a child and then, like, a surgery when she's an adult or... Multiple surgeries as a child and multiple surgeries as an adult, we kind of don't know. But with Eliza's heart defect, it was going to be like once they repaired them, there was going to be no more surgeries. Mm -hmm. So I think I struggle with like that a little bit more that this isn't a one time we do the surgery and then we're done with this part. It's gonna come back.
0: Yeah, just because I know that that's weighed on you as an adult. Yes.
1: Well, and it, like, weighed on me as a preteen, teenager, adult. Like, there was many times in my life that I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't have kids. Maybe I shouldn't find a partner to spend my life with because these are things that, like, they then have to, like, accept or like deal with and like that's not fair nobody should have to like deal with this I have to deal with it because it's my life but like why am I putting this burden on somebody else so Um. why did you (laughs) but like I asked you I remember when we were (laughs) dating we had like multiple conversations about like are you sure are you sure you're okay with this this is what you're signing up for if you are with me long term and if we have kids
0: yeah and I was always like yeah yeah whatever this isn't gonna last (laughs) anyway so I'll just say whatever
1: and you know as a like I also had the thoughts of like well I know I'm gonna have to have surgery as an adult and like the idea of well I could die during surgery because all surgeries carry a level of risk And so, like, then I'm leaving my husband and potentially children and they, like, have to, like, watch me suffer and maybe die during surgery. And, like, that was a lot for me to, like, deal with and, like, come to terms with. So, like, there's that piece that I'm like, oh, as much as I know kind of how to help Clementine... And, like, how to prepare her for things and say, like, this is going to happen and then this is going to happen. I also worry, like, oh, is she going to have these same thoughts? And, like, I don't want to put that on her. I don't want to be like, okay, so these are some things you have to think about. No, I wouldn't, like, give her those ideas, but. Well,
0: (laughs) it should be the opposite. Say, like, oh, I was worried about these things, but it's actually not a big deal. Yeah. But I guess you have to figure out that it's not a big deal first to be able to tell her that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I mean I probably have to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Married, having a kid.
0: Mhm.
1: I think I've come to terms with it. But it was like challenging. Yeah. And like maybe Clementine won't like maybe these will not be concerns for her. Maybe she'll be like whatever. Maybe
0: she won't be as neurotic
1: as <laughs> Yeah, we are. I mean, we can only hope. <laughs> yeah, so that's like you know just a difference in like the two girls and their diagnosis, and like what I kind of saw the future of that as,
0: mm-hmm. but honestly of, of all the heart defects in the world, we are we know a lot about this one, yeah, and of all the genetic disorders, we know a lot about Noonan's.
1: yeah, <laughs> like it is
0: we're fairly well equipped to deal with these two things,
1: yes, yeah. Like, I'm not worried about that. Right. I am worried about, like, her as an adult.
0: No, that's okay. We'll get her counseling and...
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll
0: be very open parents, open to talking about these things.
1: <laughs> so then after that...
0: Yeah, so that was one day this week.
1: Yeah. And then the next day, I had an appointment with my OB... Now, this was just like a phone appointment this time, but we discussed delivery and what that was going to look like. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: she started the conversation with, like, okay, so in your ideal perfect world, what does it like? What does the delivery look like?
0: Which is a very bold thing to say to you. As someone who knows you?
1: Because
0: <laughs> you're not going to give her an inch after that kind of an opening.
1: <laughs> and I was like, well, you've asked. Yeah, basically, I did just basically like lay it all out. I was like, well, I would deliver at 36 weeks and you would be the person to deliver her. And she was like, okay, we can do that. And she just like agreed with me. And I was like, all right, well, This is easy. i think she knows me well enough now that she's like it's probably just easier if i like
0: (laughs) yeah forget the health of the baby or the the mother (laughs) just do whatever she says she's so annoying whatever (laughs) i don't have to listen to this anymore
1: well i mean i also wasn't completely unreasonable and was like i want to deliver at 34 weeks if i make
0: her go to 40 weeks that's like (laughs) four extra times i have to listen to this (laughs) (laughs)
1: no i also wasn't completely unreasonable and was like well can we deliver next week Mm -hmm. (laughs) no i was like you know she said between 36 and 37 weeks so Mm -hmm. i gave her 36 weeks right so we had like a bit of a discussion of like days that would work Mm -hmm. and we've picked a date for some reason i don't know why i'm not like super comfortable about sharing it publicly it's fine I've told, like, close friends and family.
0: Right. So if you haven't heard yet, you're not a close friend. No. No, no, no. That's what Leah's saying.
1: (laughs) No. I just, like, I don't know. Uh, And, like, I can't really explain my hesitation about sharing it.
0: I think it's fine. I think you don't want the extra pressure of having a bunch of having the whole world texting you in the morning when we're driving to the hospital or whatever.
1: Yeah, maybe that's it. Like I don't know.
0: Like we don't need I or... know I know that we do a podcast about this, but I feel like that is one time that maybe don't need. Yeah. Just extra.
1: Yeah. People. I also feel like if people know the day, then they're like waiting for, you know, the social media post or, like, the text update or, like, whatever it is. Um, Yeah, that's just going to happen when it happens, folks. And, like, I say that because, like, I am that person. There are people I follow on social media who have, you know, had a loss and then are pregnant again, and I, like, have followed their story. And they say, like, we're going into the hospital for our induction and then I'm, like, obsessively checking, right, for the, for the photo, like, update of, like, the baby's here and everything's fine and we're all good. And I, like, I think I don't want that pressure. Like, yes, we will put out an update. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we're going to share that. We just need, like, our, we just need time to do that. And I don't want to feel that pressure. Like, oh, people are waiting.
0: Yeah. and Or that, I like, hear- if it
1: takes a few days, then, like, people are like, oh, well, I knew they were going in on this day. And it's, like, two days later and they still haven't posted anything. Is something wrong? Did something happen?
0: Mm, yeah. Like. Things happen at hospitals. Yeah. So, yeah. But all that said. So, in when you-
1: four weeks, we've yeah, sure. decided. In right. four weeks... We will be having a baby.
0: <laughs> yeah. All that being said. Yes. Having said all of that. Yeah. When you called me to tell me the date and that we had a date picked.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I picked it all by myself. Oh,
0: no, that's fine. I was not invited. <laughs> it's like...
1: You got very excited.
0: I got... Yeah, I went completely the other direction and it was very, ex- like, unreasonably exciting news to just have... I don't know, just, like, having a date? Yeah. Like, that she has a birthday or a likely birthday? Yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was, like, really, really happy news for some reason. It was, like, very exciting to hear. Didn't, like, don't trigger
1: why. any stress or anxiety for you?
0: Everything triggers stress and anxiety. <laughs> but... <laughs> No, not like, oh, no, gotta do this or whatever. It was nothing like that. It was just really exciting.
1: Mm. I was excited. I am excited. It makes it feel, like, much more real. Yeah. It also triggered some anxiety yeah. for me. Yeah. My anxiety has already been, like, it's, like, different anxiety now than it was before. The anxiety now is, like, I sometimes like stop and look around and I' like, "Oh gosh, we have so much stuff in our house for her that, like, what do we do if something happens?" Mm. And she doesn't use this stuff. And also, her nursery is like almost done now, and
0: basically...
1: no, it's like very close.
0: Just those two bookshelves?
1: Yes, that you
0: terrible IKEA ones. Fighting with that are made by Satan.
1: No, see, part of the problem is they're not actually bookshelves.
0: They're spice racks. Yes, but the way they're supposed to be mounted is ridiculous. Like you put a little screw in and then you like hang it from the screw. It's crazy. I
1: agree. It's crazy. I agree.
0: I'm just gonna glue it to the wall.
1: I don't know if that's a better I'm choice. Gorilla
0: glue it right to the wall.
1: Okay, but we we've like put up decorations and hung up artwork, mm, and it looks beautiful. Yeah, I've you know gotten bins to organize the dresser, and we have some more bins coming to organize in the closet, and the room now feels like it belongs to Clementine, and I never really felt that way about it with Eliza like it was the nursery and it was going to be Eliza's room but we hadn't really put any personal touches mm. up like there wasn't a lot that was specific to Eliza I f- and so it was always just kind of like the nursery like I never really thought of it as Eliza's room which is probably why I didn't have much of an issue packing everything up and just like putting it all away. Hmm. But now it, like, that feels like Clementine's room. That's and like, that is like an anxiety piece that, like, oh no, like, what if she doesn't get to use this room?
0: Well, I'm happy to report that I'm not there at all. Okay, good. Thinking about what if she doesn't get to use it. I don't, I mean, that, cause that is like so unimportant. In my mind, like, what do we do with this stuff? Like, I don't know. Save it for the third baby, then, if she dies, or if we're not having a third baby, give it all away. Like, who cares? It's like that's not even a, like that's not a problem that we'll have. I don't think. Okay. The problem would be having your child die again. Yeah. <laughs> but like, when I like I. I don't know, I would never think that, like, looking at this stuff, like, oh no, what would we do? I just, like, obviously I worry about her (laughs) safety and making it here, and I'm worried about what it's going to be like after, as much as, you know, I'm also enjoying every moment and everything. I still do have those thoughts and worries and stuff, based on our past experience, (laughs) but... Yeah, I don't know, seeing stuff that's for her or putting the room together and all that. That doesn't trigger it at all for me. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's great. I'm happy. Good, should (laughs) be. About that. Good.
1: Yeah, so that's been like some weird anxiety. I still get like, during the day when I'm awake, she moves enough that I'm like pretty confident in that everything's okay it's still when I like first wake up so like in the middle of the night if I'm like turning over and I've been like working on this with my social worker that like part of my routine when I wake up in the middle of the night is to like touch my belly and like rub it a little bit to like get her to move and I've also started taking a sip of water basically every time I roll over because the cold water like gets her to move but in like in that being my routine it becomes so automatic that I like take a sip of water turn over like put my hand on my belly rub it a little bit and then I'm asleep and it's like not I don't have enough time (laughs) to actually know if I felt her Mm -hmm. and so then the next time I wake up, I'm like, I don't know when I felt her. Like, And so it then kind of by like the third or fourth time I've done this in the night, because every time I need to turn over, I wake up. And so this happens quite often. Then I know I've flipped over multiple times in the night and haven't registered if I've felt her. And so then by like the third or fourth time, I'm really like, I don't know. And so then that's normally when I'm like awake. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know when I felt her last. And then I'm just like, it's like sheer panic, anxiety, like terror. And so I like take several sips of water and start like frantically rubbing my belly.
0: Doing conga drums on
1: (laughs) And then like, you know, she's sleeping. Like (laughs) duh.
0: (laughs) Conga drums or bongos?
1: I don't know, no, it's like I rub, I like er uh, <laughs> she's sleeping. I know she is like this happens like literally almost every night, and so it'll take her like several minutes before she starts like, you know, I'll feel like a roll or a turn or a jab or a kick, and then it's like, well, now I've gotta calm myself down mm-hmm. after like five minutes of like just like freaking out. Yeah. So that still happens every night. (laughs) And uh, I'm wondering how I do that for four more weeks.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's nothing. We're fine. (laughs) We're lucky. We're so lucky that we have an extremely rambunctious baby. Oh, my
1: gosh. And that I don't have an interior placenta. So that my placenta is not in the front. It's in the back. We have a couple of friends who we've met through our... uh, grief group who are pregnant with their second babies and they have anterior placentas and so they're not feeling the like same level of movement and I'm like I don't know how you guys just aren't like parked at the hospital every day
0: I'm just publicly doxing their placentas on our podcast I'm
1: doxing I'm just saying <laughs> Like yeah, like I don't know. Like I would just be at the hospital all the time. Like literally every day, I think.
0: And if that's what And if that's it what took, you need, like I fine. mean, like yeah, like do it. We're like, lucky that we have an extremely active karate baby and we only go like once a week, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tend to go on weeks that I don't have another appointment. Yeah so usually i am probably just going to ask to have an appointment every week from here on out yeah
0: i mean there's only like four more it's fine
1: yeah right like it's not a big deal and you know from what i've heard this is like a pretty common reaction that like your anxiety ramps up the closer you get to delivery that like and i think it's just because like you're so close. Like, you've already done so much of the pregnancy that you're just so close and you're like, what if something happens mm. in the next four weeks? Mm. Eh.
0: <laughs> it's fine. We'll be fine. Everything will be fine. So what else happened this week? Was the only other thing the anesthesia consultation?
1: Yeah, and that was, like, pretty not exciting. Not exciting. They just like go over your medical history and any surgeries that you've had till and like I've had lots of surgeries and had lots of anesthesia and so they're like not really worried. They're, they're like pro. Their biggest concern is that I'm a heart patient and like what that looks like for giving me anesthesia.
0: Mhm.
1: They're like mm. but because I because it's happened so many times, they're like, "Oh, well your heart handles it fine. hmm Yeah. So, yeah. And then next week, we...
0: Wait. I want to circle back for a sec on right. the an- uh, anterior placentas that we, we just totally, you know, leaked that information to the general public. And I want to say hi to those people because I'm so excited for you guys. <laughs> so excited. You know who you are. I'm so excited. I'm always, like i don't know we don't even talk because i don't go on to to whatever facebook and stuff <laughs> i don't even have that and so i'm always like asking leah all the time like have you heard have you heard from them
1: are they what's happening are they okay where
0: are they wait how far oh yeah have <laughs> you heard from them i'm so excited for you guys i can't wait
1: <laughs> yes we're very pumped that's all <laughs> oh next week i so i have an ob appointment and i also get to meet the neonatal team who will be present at clementine's birth what are they
0: so actually you you told me that earlier and i kind of went oh yeah okay
1: i think they're just there as like uh check them over checker over all right everything seems good
0: Like in the OR, like just kind of standing around waiting to catch the baby?
1: (laughs) Well, not catch. I think it's just like they're there to like give a little check or maybe even not. Maybe just even like on standby. How many people? I don't know. Like I'm meeting a doctor, one of the like doctors on the pediatric team. Cool.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I mean, for some weird reason, we didn't have someone from the neonatal team <laughs> in the room when you delivered Eliza. No,
1: uh, I wasn't part of the
0: crew. So, so this is all new to me.
1: I mean, if Eliza's birth had gone according to plan, there would have been people, right? <laughs> oh, like,
0: there would have been like an entire squadron of yes. people for her birth because she was getting rushed over to Chio. Yes, and, yeah, that would have been very different, obviously.
1: So, I mean, I'll probably have more information next week after the appointment. Well, oh, I
0: can't wait for the podcast to find out, then.
1: <laughs> Maybe. I'll even tell you before we record the podcast. No
0: spoilers.
1: Yeah, and so then that's kind of like the last the last thing that needs to happen.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: And then the only other thing we need to do kind of, I think... The re- shelves. Yeah, you need to do the shelves. The shelves. And the... Car seats, the bases for the car seat.
0: Yeah, that's easy. Just, I don't know, you just put it there. I just put it there.
1: I think it's a little more complicated. Seatbelt
0: goes around it. Seatbelt goes around, baby?
1: He'll read the instructions, folks. Don't worry. Plus, one of our very good friends is a car seat tech, and so she's going to make sure that it's.
0: Friend of the pod, Meg. Meg, oh, wait. <laughs> Are, is that public knowledge? Are we allowed to say Meg is a car seat certified technician? I think so
1: okay she she's gonna make sure that mike installs it correctly
0: (laughs) yeah we're gonna facetime and no we're not we're gonna have to zoom or something (laughs) because they hate apple in that house
1: (laughs) facebook video
0: facebook video but i hate facebook in this house oh well it's okay okay well as everyone knows Super Mario Three D Land plus Bowser's Fury just came out, so we're all very excited about that.
1: Podcast flashbacks. Did you talk about another like video game at some point? I think so. I mean I'm having like deja vu.
0: I mean, we've done more than forty episodes, so it seems likely that I might have said something about a video game. Okay. So we've only got four weeks to enjoy that before life is over forever and nothing fun never happens again. Uh, isn't that annoying when people say that? Yes. <laughs> isn't that just the worst? Yes. Enjoy having a life now.
1: Do people say that to you?
0: Um, not since my first baby died.
1: <laughs> right.
0: I do still get like, oh, get lots of sleep while you can from a lot of people. Mm. Enjoy sleeping because that's never going to happen again. Right. Okay. Thanks.
1: I think, so I know lots of people like say that and like lots of people are like, oh, well, sleep when the baby sleeps. And some people get very frustrated by that statement. I think you and I actually will not have a problem about like sleeping when the baby is sleeping we both like prioritize sleep
0: mm.
1: basically above like anything else yeah. that needs to be done we can both sleep if like the sink is full of dishes if like chores around the house that need to be done do not affect our ability to be able to take a nap right uh how are we
0: supposed to do chores if you're not well rested and we are both
1: Excellent nappers.
0: Yeah, a little too excellent.
1: (laughs) So I actually think that like we will just be like, oh, she's sleeping. All right, um, we'll just have a little, we'll just have a little snooze. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, also, perk of be
0: laughing at this. (laughs) Yeah, maybe uh, two months from now.
1: Perk of the pandemic is nobody's coming over to our house, anyways. It doesn't have to look nice.
0: Yeah, take that, grandma. You don't get to meet it, the baby. Sucker.
1: Fortunately, no. They don't.
0: Yeah, that's a topic for another whole episode, probably.
1: <laughs> probably. <laughs> the fact that our family, who knows when they're going to meet her. Yeah. Summertime, maybe? Outside? Socially distanced? Yeah, sure. With masks? Yeah.
0: How's that vaccine coming? Maybe in the fall? <sighs> maybe maybe <laughs> not at the rate we're going ontario government
1: right we suck
0: we suck
1: <laughs> we are bad at vaccinating people
0: anyway hopefully we get better at that soon cool so we did it yeah this is just a big big old update, update.
1: yeah well we had some feelings we talked about some feelings oh
0: yeah i know was lots that's okay so, if you want to stay up to date, you can follow. I don't know if baby does Baby Quest cast or sorry, Baby Quest Pod. Excuse me on Instagram. Mm. Do you ever post anything interesting there, or just the picture that says there's an episode out?
1: I normally just do the picture that says there's an episode out, but oh, that's, like that's
0: bullshit. No one cares about that.
1: All right, well that's rude. Now you're gonna have to mark this as explicit because you just said the B word.
0: Bull right
1: yeah okay god but i mean i've posted in the past like i posted when we did our pregnancy announcement so
0: sure that was one thing in the summer
1: (laughs) well fine you take over social media and start posting more things
0: Mm, i might have to look at him how's our engagement oh my god what's the click-through rate on those posts (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Go follow those posts for, follow that account for all kinds of new and exciting stuff.
1: I mean, I will put a, like, an announcement.
0: Stories? Stories. Lots of stories?
1: Post when she's born. Okay. But, you know, you can also follow me on Love for Buzz. There's a little bit more there.
0: Mm, That's true.
1: I'm not super active, mostly because it was just making my anxiety worse
0: right yeah so don't do that but that's it's still a instagram still a good place to send questions or
1: if yeah, there's anything that you want to talk or...
0: about or want us to talk about yeah we do have the email address that we've uh, we never get emailed to as well <laughs> babyquestpod at gmail.com right and if you think this is okay the actual best thing that we would really appreciate is if you could share this in some way with a friend or on on a social media. Say, hey, look, here's a podcast about two sad parents or whatever. (laughs) Two sad parents who are sometimes happy. People say rating and reviewing helps. I don't know. It it can't hurt. So feel free to do that if if you feel like it. But yeah, more than that, if uh, if you want to share this with anyone, that'd be cool. Yeah. Great. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. I love you. Bye.
1: Mwah.